Welcome to Inside Markets, presented by Jackson Square Capital. Today is Tuesday, November 28th, 2023. The information provided was compiled intraday. U.S. equities are mixed after a modest pullback in a quiet session yesterday. Most sectors advance with utilities and energy outperforming. Credit cards, cybersecurity, retailing, and payment processors are all strong, while semis and medtech are mostly lower. Treasury yields are mixed with curve steepening after 10-year yields fell below 4.4% yesterday. The dollar is weaker versus major currencies, gold is higher for a fourth straight session, and WTI crude gains into Thursday's OPEC meeting. Month-end rebalancing dynamics are in play, with pension funds better to buy bonds given performance differentials. This may help explain some of yesterday's pullback in bond yields despite relatively heavy issuance. The November consumer confidence beat consensus but still fell short of a downwardly revised October number. The expectations index improved to 77.8 from 72.7 last month, but remains below 80, which suggests recessionary concerns. And one-year inflation expectations also ticked lower to 5.7%. The November Richmond Fed Index missed consensus and fell back into negative territory. The survey noted lower shipments, new orders, and employment components. September's Case-Shiller Home Price Index and FHFA Housing Price Index both increased month-over-month and beat consensus. A busy day of Fed-speak features comments from Goolsby, Waller, Barr, and Bowman. Goolsby noted overall progress on inflation, while Bowman said she'd support additional tightening if inflation doesn't return to the Fed's target. Waller's remarks were the most significant when he expressed an increased confidence that policy is well-positioned, which suggests the Fed may soon shift to a more neutral stance. Important macro catalysts before the December 13th Fed meeting include the November jobs report on December 8th and November CPI on the 12th. Waller's comments and hawkish remarks from BOE and ECB officials keep downward pressure on the dollar index. The BOJ also faces mounting pressure to tighten after Japan's weighted median inflation rate accelerated to 2.2% in October from 2% in September. Reports suggest China's economy is facing enormous headwinds as foreign direct investment collapses. China's banks are also under increased pressure after the government pushed the industry to extend unsecured loans to property developers. Shares of PDD are up about 20% after strong Q3 results, while Zscaler recovers from opening lows that followed a fiscal Q1 earnings beat, underwhelming billings upside and no update on fiscal 24 billings guidance. Note that shares of Palo Alto Networks and Tenable Holdings are now higher after respective earnings misses earlier this month, while CrowdStrike rallies into its earnings report this afternoon. Other afternoon reports in focus include results from Hewlett-Packard, Intuit, NetApp, and Workday. If you were an early investor in a qualifying small business, you may be eligible to exclude up to $10 million in gains from taxation through what's known as the Qualified Small Business Stock, QSBS Exclusion. To learn more, email hello at jacksonsquarecap.com.
The prevailing soft landing narrative includes expectations for 100 basis points of rate cuts in 2024. The presumed rate cuts have been driving recent dollar weakness and gold strength. Gold is priced in dollars, so dollar weakness gets you higher gold prices. Demand for gold in China is also up around 12% year-over-year, given limited onshore alternatives amid downbeat investor sentiment. Of course, a soft landing narrative is not always bearish for the U.S. dollar. Consider that 100 basis points of Fed rate cuts would still leave the U.S. dollar with a higher yield than 40% of global FX. The S&P 500 is consolidating recent gains as month-end pension rebalancing favors an allocation to bonds over stocks. Month-end rebalancing is only a factor this month, given the wide performance differential between the two asset classes. We'd expect the rebalancing will be largely finished by tomorrow afternoon. Thursday brings two important inflation reports, with the release of flash November Eurozone CPI and October U.S. Core PCE. The highest probability risk to equity markets would still come from a surge in bond yields. The nine inflation data that holds bond yields at current levels or lower will likely result in equity upside until markets turn their attention to the November jobs report due December 8th. Ten-year bond yields reached a cycle peak near 5% in mid-October after a month-long period when yields became disconnected from their fundamental drivers. We operated under the assumption of a cycle peak in yields until it was confirmed when 10-year yields broke below 4.48%. 10-year yields have now reached another small milestone at 4.35%. A break below this level would put next-level support at 4.18%. We expect any decline in bond yields will be relatively small given ongoing QT operations and the apparent price sensitivity of foreign demand. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with friends, family, business associates, or anybody you think can benefit from listening. To learn more about how we apply our insights at Jackson Square Capital, visit us at jacksonsquarecap.com. Investment advisory services are offered through Jackson Square Capital LLC, a registered investment advisor with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. This material is intended for informational purposes only. It should not be construed as legal or tax advice and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified attorney or tax advisor. This information is not an offer or a solicitation to buy or sell securities. The information contained may have been compiled from third-party sources and is believed to be reliable.